Yeah, and just before we we hop into anything, uh, obviously a, a huge tragedy took place on on Big Ten on a Big Ten campus uh, yesterday evening, and just wanted to, to give our our thoughts and prayers and, and give shout out to to everybody uh, at the Michigan State uh, campus university. Um, our thoughts and prayers out from the Wildcat community um, over to that Spartan community because obviously um, they're going to need those thoughts, their prayers, uh, because you know. A tragedy like that happens. Um, we need to, you know, to, to band together uh, as a community, uh, as a conference, to make sure that uh, everybody is feeling supported uh, on that side of the house. But um, yeah, true tragedy happened, um, and you know, we wish our best to, to the Michigan yeah. State family. Yeah, thoughts and prayers to everyone. You know, we're all in this together, one big conference, one big community. Let's, you know, take some time, send those thoughts out to everyone. So. For sure, for sure. Um, and then obviously on a, on a brighter note, we have some some really good basketball to, to talk about. Uh, yes, we do. Within the Northwestern Wildcat family. Um, like you mentioned, I'm, I'm out of town right now. I wasn't able to, to be at the game at Purdue. Um, but obviously I was I was cheering here in Colorado. I just had a, a newborn niece. So uh, my wife and I are out visiting my, uh, my family out here in Colorado, hitting the slopes earlier today. I came out unscathed. I came out unscathed, no injuries, yeah. uh, only one fall, uh, maybe a couple <laughs> bruises, but other than that, your boy's here. He's alive. He's well. Uh, hey, man, congratulations on that. I know you guys over there getting that baby fever now, and you're out there. A little bit. <laughs> on a vacation. That's good, man. A little bit. We're doing some guys, babysitting, man. too, uh, allowing Ooh. allowing my brother-in-law and sister-in-law to, to get out and have a little Valentine's yeah. Day day, too, so. Uh, there you, you know, go. Uncle Al is, Uncle Al is in, in full swing right now. Uncle Shakes. You got to <laughs> tell him about those shooter shakes, those Shop Gatorade it. protein shakes. I got them in the bottles already. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man, moving forward, man. Let's get into the X's and O's. You know, we had some big wins last week, starting with Ohio State. Yes. You know, what do you think stood out? I know Brooks Barnheiser has been on a roll, turning into that, you know, third scoring option. What are some things that you saw from that game? What helped us get that road win? Yeah, I mean, obviously Brooks was spectacular, right? Coming off the bench and providing that spark that we have been looking for uh, across the, the bench th throughout the year. And he's really coming into his own. I know you and I have been high on him all year and have been really waiting for this this moment to, to really happen. And he's, he's emerged as a, a true threat off of the bench. You know, he's playing 25 plus minutes now. He's playing starters minutes and really sharing that that role with Ty Berry. And I love our versatility when he's in the ball game. I really do. Yeah. The things that he can do on the, off on the offensive and defensive end uh, obviously gives us a whole nother arsenal that, that we can tap into. And now that he's starting to make three point jump shots, look out because he's always been that downhill driver he's got that great turnaround shot um, fade, but yeah. it, it was nice to see a couple threes go down against ohio state and obviously he, he really carried the load him and boo offensively for us and boo really, really propelled efficient. us to victory yeah boo, yeah boo was super efficient so i obviously coming from the point guard juice i want to hear about obviously you could touch on brooks um but would love to hear uh about you know boo's versatility and what he has brought to the table here as of late yeah yeah definitely you know all season long, Boo has really bought in, you know, to the defensive end and the schemes that the coaching staff has put in. But you can just see he's been under more control this year. His decision making has been a lot better. And 
this game, I think he shot, what, six for 10. So he wasn't forcing the issue. He was playing a real solid point guard game in control, taking advantage of opportunities that he had, knockdown shots. Then, you know, we got Brooks Barnheiser, career night. Like you said, he's knocking that three ball down consistently, and he's still getting downhill, getting deflections, getting his hands on balls, keeping things alive. Then we got to talk about the freshman again. You know, that play at the end of the first half, that you know, was that's huge. my guy. That's your guy. The Italian le- uh, last name with the lefty, that take that he had, you know, Ooh. driving middle with the spin baseline. That was beautiful. Against a really and, good know, defender in Justice Suing, too. Yes, Put him in the yes. absolute spin cycle. Yeah, he's definitely not playing like a freshman. I know we've been saying that, but, you know, when he got his opportunity, he's really made the most of them, man. He's been a huge spark for us going forward. Yeah. And, you and know, not only Ohio scoring State, either, right? Like, he, he made that really nice pass to, to Brooks. He made a nice little jump stop in the lane and actually uh, yeah, garnered it. a lot of attention in there and then made a, a, a nice, simple pass nice to Brooks at the top of the key where he banged the three, too. Yep. And then, you know, just to kind of transition Ohio State's player, I was, you know, kind of surprised with Sensible. You know, he's a really, really good player. Kind of seemed like, you know, he's kind of starting to decline a little bit. I know defensively we do a great job, but, you know, I feel like we did a great job of keeping him in check that game, and that kind of, you know, played a part in our favor to get that W. Yeah, it's interesting that they have him coming off the bench now. Uh, Mm -hmm. You know, I I get it from a, you know, a coach's perspective, trying to have him see the game before he he gets on the court being a young player. But I think that's really limited his production and has kind of, you know, he's kind of taken that, you know, that freshman slump has kind of hit him in in the back half of the the Big Ten slate. Uh, It's a a long season, right? It's a long season. And then you get into these, you know, these battle-tested games where, you know, you're going to get the – the, the other team's best defender every night. So you'll, yeah. you've seen those, those numbers starting to dwindle as field goal percentage has gone down. Obviously still a remarkable talent and has a lot of potential to do some wonders in this league. Um, but again, our, our defensive approach to him, uh, as well as, you know, Suing had a, had a great game, but Zed Key, I thought Nicholson did a great job of mm-hmm. maintaining him on the glass for the most part and not allowing him to, to get those those bully points that he got uh, on us uh, the first time first at, at Walsh Ryan. Yeah, and I'm glad that you mentioned you know, that first game. You know, After they beat us at home that first game of the season, you know, they lost 11 out of their last 12 games after that. So it kind of seems like after you know they threw that first punch and got that big win at our place, they really started to go downhill. So it was good to see, you know, us bounce back and get some, not necessarily revenge, but we were able to pull out a road win and continue to move forward like we've been doing. And that pretty much, I feel like, gave us momentum into that big game we had Sunday where we took down. Can't wait to get into it. Down goes Purdue. Oh, man. Yeah, let's get into that one because that's the game everybody wants to hear about. We've been excited to talk about. We've been going back and forth sharing texts. What are your thoughts? (sighs) I mean, the, the stat that really sticks out to me is we led for two minutes and four seconds out of the game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I watched the tape back again because I was so excited yesterday. I watched it again. And the effort in the second half was second to none from what we've seen all year. Right. Like yeah. that was a absolutely superior effort from, uh, you know, all guys, bench players, anybody that came into the game, obviously our starters, Bruin Chase carried the scoring load in the second half, but everybody made a play. 
Everybody made a play. Obviously, Brooks came up huge late. Ty Berry came up huge late with a couple steals, deflections, threw a nice outlet pass to Brooks Barnheiser. But at the end of the day, with about seven minutes left in the game, they had 51 points, right? It was like 45, 51-45 Purdue. Uh, we ended the game uh, 64-58, so they scored seven points in the final seven minutes, and I think only two of those were field goals. So yeah. I thought we just had a tremendous game plan. We were very effective on the doubles on Edie. He's yes. become a really good passer, and yes. he he looked rattled, right? He was throwing cross-court passes out of bounds. There was nobody there. Um, mm-hmm. Brooks did an absolutely amazing job coming up and walling up with, with two strong hands every time Edie touched the ball. So it was a nice little change-up. We set Brooks a lot of times. He picked up a couple yeah. fouls early but was able to to maintain his eligibility throughout the rest of the game and really come with that hard double and really force E to, to make very difficult passes and decisions. And then at the end of the day, we made their guards beat us, their freshman guards. And, uh, you know, our perimeter defense really took over down the stretch. Chase, obviously, with the huge steal and dunk after taking it, taking the cookies that, away from, from, over from Lawyer. Oh, man. Yeah. yeah. And any any any. <laughs> Freaked it a little yeah, bit too to with side, a little yeah. pump, yeah. And then obviously he you know, he closed on a, on a 10-0 run himself uh, to really put the game uh, in our hands down the stretch. So, um, you know, fr- from your expertise, Juice, and you were actually in the building. You know, what was that atmosphere like? And I didn't make it. Oh, you did didn't. Make oh, you it. didn't. I, I was you training. Were. Yeah, okay. I was in the gym training all day. But you know, piggybacking off what you said, those runs that we had, I think over the last three minutes and forty seconds. I think we finished on a 17-3 run. And within those three minutes, I think Purdue had five turnovers. Yeah. But, you know, let's backtrack. You know, shout out to the fans. NU Wildside has done a tremendous job. The fans are showing up, you know, with the blackout and everything. I wish I was there, but, you know, duty called. Yeah. But, you know, just that atmosphere, just to see it on TV, just to see the pictures on social media, it looked like a really good place. And I know the, the players fed off of that energy. And they played well, you know. Chase stepped it up at the end. Booth was just—he he was remarkable. He was remarkable the entire game. Yeah. And you know, he got whatever he wanted. I think he did a great job of drawing Edie out, and he was able to drive around him a lot, get some layups, get some floaters. But you know, it came down to our defense. You know, we had Edie rattled six turnovers. Yes, he got his points, got some rebounds, but overall, I don't think he was that comfortable. So, you know, as a team, I think that was a great win. Our second half was huge. And like we've been talking about this whole season, we're finally figuring out those ways to close out these games. Whether it's a close game, we're coming back, we have a lead, we figured it out. Our backcourt has so much experience. And I really think this is the year. And, you know, my thing is I wouldn't say just be happy with making it to the tournament. Once we make it, we got to, you know, no, we can consistently get there. Let's make a run. Let's not just be happy getting there and playing one or two games. Let's go deep in this tournament. Yeah, why, we you know, why not Purdue, us? Exactly. Why not us? The way we played against Purdue, we see we can beat and hang with anybody in the country. And it was just amazing. You know, all the players all around, a great team effort. But some guys stood out our backcourt like always. But all and around I, was a great team effort. And I think our team is built for March. I mean, you look at successful teams in March and then teams that go deep into March and in the beginning of April, they're always backed by solid guard play. And mm-hmm. that's what we have, right? Yes. And now we have some some more components coming into the mix. Obviously, Brooks, Martinelli's getting some huge minutes. Ty Berry hasn't shot the ball well lately, but 
You see a couple of those. Him, I think he had seven rebounds last game. Right, he's doing he other stuff. He's doing other stuff, yes. which I love to yes. see, right? Shots not falling. And what I saw Coach Collins say to him actually during the Ohio State game was like, hey, Ty, like, shots not going in. Hey, don't sweat it, man. Keep shooting, but do other things. Compete. Just compete. And I think he That's really took that to heart uh, and, and was able to apply that to the Purdue game uh, as well. Yeah, Definitely. And, you know, one other thing, Chase, you know, I know you mentioned how he freaked that dunk. You know, he's getting the crowd involved. But the way he was able to overcome, you know, his slow start offensively and to come alive down the stretch the way that he did, that was huge. You know, you expect that from your older players, the ones with experience, your veterans. And he stepped up at the right time. You know, he made a a shot. And then I saw in his interview, he said, like, the rim got bigger. And he's just so humble. You know, he's a great representation of the university. It's just great. It's great to see. And now I'm excited for us to continue to move forward. You know, it would have been nice for us to be ranked. But, you know, just got to continue to play with that chip on our shoulders, like you said. For sure. So and, bro, they had to – They had. It, it took them like an hour and a half to clear the court after the game. Students were there. Everyone's dancing, getting in, in huddles and, uh, yeah. you know, doing all that funny stuff, man. It, it was a really good time. Boo hit a nasty, gritty – uh, yeah. was, <laughs> you he's know, got so, my sons doing that at home now. Oh, for real? Oh, yeah, man. I, I, these kids, I can't keep up with all these dances, man. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, all right. Well, we got Purdue down. Let's get into some scouting report. We got some more games coming up. You know, we got Indiana coming up, Iowa, both at home. Yep. How do you feel about those two games? I'm super excited for the game on Wednesday against Indiana. Welsh Ryan is going to be rocking again. Uh, mm-hmm. Another opportunity to knock off a ranked opponent in our building. Indiana has been hot lately. They've really turned it on defensively and obviously have a superstar in this league and a national player of the year candidate in Trace Jackson Davis. So uh, always fun to, to be able to, to play against those types of teams. And again, like I said, it's just another opportunity. I think, you know, the ability to sweep this season series against Indiana will hold a lot of stature come selection Sunday. And if we could pull off that win on Wednesday, I think it'll just really boost our resume uh, more than it already is. And, you know, obviously it's a fight for second place. We're both nine and five in the conference. Uh, The ability to to claim second place alone uh, against a team that you can really, you know, gain an entire game on is, is crucial, right? So now we're fighting for spots in that Big Ten tournament. We're fighting for double buys. There's a lot on the line, um, you know, come Wednesday night. And, and obviously, like I said, the, the place is going to be absolutely rocking and electric, and I can't wait to see that atmosphere. What yeah, are some of the keys to, to the game for you? Yeah, uh, I got a couple keys, but, you know, got to shout out that crowd again. Back-to-back sold-out games and, you know, piggybacking, you know, what you did maybe – four or five games ago when you had those extra tickets yep. you were willing to give them away I see now on Twitter NU Wildside is looking for fans or other former athletes with extra tickets that they aren't going to use to give out because they want more students at the game so yep. looks like you started something big that's starting to spread around Trend there you go <laughs> hey you did it first you did it first on Twitter um, and with that so a couple of the keys you know obviously you know you talked about Trace Jackson, that big guy, national player of the year candidate. You know, I would say really look out for Miller Cop. You know, he's coming back home, you know, to Northwestern where he played. He hasn't played that well against us, but, you know, he is shooting a three well. And you know how it is. When you play against your former teammates, former coaching staff, you always want to play well. So I would say really watch out for him. But mostly 
I would say, you know, really focus on Northwestern and us playing our style of play. Coming off a big win against Purdue, you know, emotions could be high. We can be really confident. We can't come in and take them for granted. We got to come in with that chip on our shoulder that we've been having, come out, compete, and throw that first punch and protect home court. I think that's the main, you know, key point for us to come out not too high, come out and bring it. Let's go get another win. That's right. Keep that crowd involved, right? If we can keep that crowd involved, uh, it has really propelled us to to some wins here uh, as of late. So, again, shout out Welsh Ryan, shout out Wildside. Y'all have done an amazing job and and really – Keep it going. Use, yeah, really help this team move forward. And, uh, it's our know, six that, man. That, yeah, that support goes a, a long way. You don't really understand, like, maybe from someone that hasn't played in that type of environment. But you get that crowd backing. You get somebody, you know, you get that wave of people behind you. You go on that little run. And, you know, the other team can't even hear themselves think. Uh, right. You know, that, that, you know, can cause an additional timeout. Uh, that could be used later in the game. A lot of different things that that can go in and factor into a a difficult environment like that. Yeah, and even off the court, you know, just getting that support and that feeling from the student body, you know, as athletes. Walking on on campus, campus, right? Yeah, Yeah. you still feel that love, and it just just gives you that extra motivation to push for when you get on the court and ready to play those games. So Wednesday's going to be electric, and then we got Iowa coming in. How do you feel about that Iowa game? Yeah, Iowa is a difficult matchup for for us. I, I I've always thought that even dating back, you know, years back, and you know, it, it was just it was showcased, you know, on their home floor a couple weeks back, and you know, their pace and their energy and the way they can score the basketball just really puts a lot of pressure on you. Um, it puts a lot of pressure on you to make shots and make shots all game long because they are constantly attacking. You know, they're averaging over eighty points a game, uh, highest scoring team in the conference and they push it down your throat right even if, even on a make they are uh really pushing the ball and 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 trying to get down and score immediately so what i would like to see is something that you and i have been calling for a little bit that they showed in the purdue game the 2-2-1 press i thought that was a tremendous wrinkle that we threw in and really slowed purdue down threw them out of out of their rhythm they're a team very similar to us offensively right they have their motion style sets that get them into where they want to be in their scoring areas i thought that 2-2-1 press really stifled them and really didn't allow them to catch a rhythm throughout the entire game so what i'd like to see is us potentially do that against iowa as well especially on on the free throw line and you know potential dead ball opportunities where we can really slow the game down and make them, you know, use up 10, 15 seconds of that shot clock before even getting into any sort of sad or offense. That's a great point. And, you know, we have been talking about that press. Yes. I agree. I think they should use that. Like you said, Iowa, they're getting out running. They're putting points on the board. They have the athletes. Yes. And, you know, that first game when we lost them, I feel like guys were tired in that second half. For we sure. made a lot of defensive mistakes that we usually don't make you know for example I remember one play Ty Berry not to call him out anything it happens in the game to everyone but you know he went under one of those screens on Sanford who was hot yeah he hit a three and then you know we go over the top we foul he makes the and one three he's getting in the lane so little errors that we usually don't make when we're locked in and we're fresh you know I think that'll be covered up obviously that schedule we had at that time when we went to Iowa it was tough we still battled and competed, but I think guys will be fresh for this game coming up. If we can slow it down, play at our pace, our style, not let Iowa get to the high 70s, 80s like they did last game, right. I think we'll be in good shape. You know, we just held the number one team in the country to 58 points. 
So that's a great thing. So if we can continue to do that, play our style of defense, our guys need to move the ball, get good shots, I think we'll be in good shape. Yeah, I, I agree with that, Juice. I'm really looking to see, a, you know, a defensive turnaround from the last time we played them. You know, giving up 86 points. Obviously, on the road, we were tired. It was in the midst of, you know, that that reschedule and COVID stretch that we were in. So um, there was a lot of pressure on us, and you know, we were on the road for you know two, three straight games, very minimal practice time. I think now yes. we're going to have a better game plan, a better opportunity, and be more well rested uh, going into that ball game. And then obviously, being at home will make a huge difference as well. Definitely. Looking forward to it, and let's keep it moving. Yeah, let's go to that word on campus. One in, one one game season, like you've been saying, right. but moving forward. Word on campus. I'll let you start with it because I know you You got some things to say. This this not being I know I'm thing. the beef it's, guy. It's unbelievable. I'm the beef guy. Unbelievable. Um, it's, it's unbelievable that, you know, with the week that we had and the season that we're having, the, dis- the disrespect that we're getting, you know, amongst the, the community here. I mean, we're 18 and seven with, uh, you know, the most quality, you know, quad one wins that that you could find. We have no bad losses and, you know, we just beat the number one team in the country um, after coming back. It's it's a little disappointing, right? We did receive a lot of, you know, we received some votes uh, for that top 25 ranking. But what I'd like to see is us turn that into bulletin board material, right? Like, yeah, why not? Like, why, like not why not us? Why why are we getting the disrespect? So let's continue to play with that chip on our shoulder. Let's grind out games. Let's continue to, to stick to our identity and do what we do best. And I think, you know, everything will take care of itself. You know, for me, I think we're a shoe-in team right now. Mike DeCourcy has us ranked or has us listed as a seven seed. That's as high as I've seen us go. But I think we have the potential with our strength of schedule coming up, playing some really tough teams. Um, at home and on the road, if we could take care of business, I can see us getting all the way up to a five or a four seed um, come tournament time. Yeah, with the double buy in a Big Ten Conference yes, tournament. That would yes, be sir. great. There we go. Our and odds yeah, went my... from 11% uh, before last week to 33% after this Ooh, week a big to jump. get that double buy in the Big Ten tournament. Obviously, we take care of business against Indiana. Those odds dr- dramatically increase as well. So, you know, it is what it is, Juice. Like I said, we got to play with that chip on our shoulder. Uh, you have some inside info from, you know, your conversation with Boo and Chase. So I'd love to hear what, what their thoughts are on, you know, you know how everyone's treating them. Definitely. I mean, yeah, you know, they're, they're, they're the talk of the town now. Boo, shout out to him. Congratulations, Big Ten Conference Player of the Week. You Big know, well-deserved. Big time. He's playing well, you know, but both of the guys are staying humble. You know, Boo, he had, what, a career-high three blocks, three steals in that Purdue game. And, you know, one of the things that he said, you know, this is a special team, but, you know, we still have a lot more to prove. So just like you said, that underdog mentality, that chip on the shoulder, the team, everyone in the locker room feels that. They believe it. They understand what's going on, the magnitude of that win that they had, but they want more. And the same with Chase. You know, like he said last week, we have to be the hardest-playing team in the country, and it looks like it. And then, you know, afterwards, you know, everyone's on campus. They invited people to go eat burgers for free. Yeah. So the campus is electric. It's crazy. The crowd, fans rush the court. Like you said, it took over an hour to clear it. This is a really good time to be a Wildcat. And I'm excited to see that. And I love the fact that they know that they have a lot more to prove and that they can take it up to another notch, take it up another level. And we're peaking at the right time. 
For sure. And what I love when I whenever I listen to their interviews is that it's always, you know, team centered, right? They're obviously getting a ton of the accolades and scoring a lot of the points, right? Um, but they've always been very team centered, team oriented, saying, you know, I'm just happy for our guys, right? Like I'm happy for the guys in the locker room. I'm happy for us, uh, which just tells a great story, right? It, it, it just exemplifies what this team is all about, um, doing things for one another, making sure that everybody's taken care of. And, you know, it, it's a true team effort down from from Coach Collins all the way down, you know, to the last guy on the bench and the training staff. So uh, I love the mentality that we've adopted um, and, and that we're really putting forward. And, you know, the fact that we have 15 percent of our student body come into games uh, crazy is is wild. Right. And yeah, if, if we had more room, more would come. So yeah. I, I just think that's a, a really cool thing, and we're really becoming a, a basketball school right right before our eyes. And it, you know, from from players that have you know been a part of the program, we were obviously part of some huge crowds and and really mm-hmm. successful teams. But just to see this energy and newfound love for this program uh, has been really cool to see. Definitely, and the guys deserve it. They're working hard. They stayed the course. They stuck with the program. You know, all their hard work is starting to pay off. But, you know, there's still a lot more to do, a lot more to prove. And before we sign off, you know, I want to give one more shout-out to Matthew Nicholson. You know, he's really improved over his time here, and he's not one person that gets a lot of credit or the accolades, but what he's doing for us inside, you know, the way he plays ball screens, he's out there screening for our guys. He's rolling hard, playing through some injuries or whatever. Even though he looks tired, he's given us everything he has. And that's something that you can't ask for much more from a big guy. Even though he's not getting the ball all the time, he's still in there battling for the rebounds, boxing out, setting the screens, doing all the dirty work. So I had to give him a shout-out yeah. so he can get some love because he's doing an amazing job for us. Again, especially against Edie too, right? Like Edie got his, but at the same time, a lot of tough baskets. A lot of tough yeah. baskets. He had to work extremely hard for those you know 20-odd points he had. And yeah. you know he was really physical with them, without fouling for the for the most part, right? And really standing strong and walling up and allowing that double to come, and not giving Edie any angles uh, to the basket when that double was coming. So yeah, I thought that was a great shout out, Juice. Uh, yeah. Respects to Ma- Matthew guy. Nicholson. He does a lot of dirty work, um, but at the same time, he's really improved his hands, his quickness, his ability to guard the pick and roll has been you know instrumental in what we do. On a, on a night-to-night basis. Definitely. There we go. Go Cats. And yes, with sir. that, you know, we're yes, signing Keep off. Keep that chip on the shoulder. We definitely will. And we got, a, we got a big game coming up against Indiana. Let's pull that off one game at a time. And let's continue to move forward. There we go. Yes, sir. And, yeah, it's, it's, it's Valentine's Day, so shout out to everybody. You know, Alex, I know you babysitting. Still, you know, hopefully spend some time with your wife, you will know. Do. Take advantage we were, we of We were on holiday. the slopes. We were, we were crushing the slopes today. Uh, there you go. Had a had a nice meal. We, you know, it it was good for us. We like to get out on an adventure, so uh, we had go. a really good time. Uh, happy yeah. Valentine's Day to you and your yeah, wife you too, and the rest man. of your loved ones. But, yes, sir. Angie shakes. I remember the nickname for. Her. <laughs> <laughs> I call her. I still call her that every once in a while. But what? but but nobody nobody like you. Nobody, nobody, nobody can yell it across the hall like you, Juice. Yeah, me and Austin Nichols. And Austin Ooh, and Reg. We gotta get, yeah, we got to get Reggie on the podcast one of these times. Yeah, we got, some, we got some fun guests uh, on the up. docket coming up uh, yeah. as we head into March. But um, obviously, we appreciate all the support. Thanks for all the love. 
Catch us on you know everywhere you get your podcasts. Apple Music. We're on YouTube. Uh, catch us on Twitter, Instagram, everywhere. Go follow Beyond the Big Ten. Uh, shout out our guys at New Amendment for putting this on. Yes, sir. And, and giving us this opportunity to talk Northwestern basketball. So, Juice, I'll let you sign us off. All right, everybody. Wildcat Nation. Appreciate the support. Go Cats. Beyond the Big Ten is a network of podcasts that aims to be your go-to resource for all things Big Ten. We cover the entire conference with shows hosted by ex-players and athletic alumni, aiming to be your go-to source of information and entertainment for your favorite team. Hosted by ex-Big Ten players, media, and insiders, our podcasts are focused on giving diehard fans and those alums an inside scoop about the teams and people that make the Big Ten Conference one of the most watched and most talked about conferences in sports. We're excited to talk Big Ten basketball with you wherever you may be. Subscribe now.